0: Welcome to the Wisdom and Wealth Podcast, a series of conversations designed to equip you, our listener, with the helpful insights necessary to simplify the critical decision points of life. I'm Josh Clues, a wealth advisor with Carson Wealth here in the Woodlands, Texas. I believe my calling in this life is to enable others to fulfill their own calling by helping them harness their financial wealth to their purpose in life. Please join me each week for market thoughts, planning ideas, And most importantly, intangible balance sheet discussions, which highlight the importance of all those things money can't buy and death can't take away. Investment advisory services offered through CWM, LLC, and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Hello and welcome in again to another episode of Wisdom and Wealth. This is another of our intangible balance sheet edition uh, series. And today I've invited Cynthia Lynch to join the podcast. I'm so excited to hear more about her intangible balance sheet. Cynthia, thank you so much and welcome to the podcast.
1: Josh, I'm so delighted to be here and I appreciate your inviting me to do this.
0: Thank you so much for, for being willing to share. And Cynthia, before we dive in, could you just briefly uh, introduce yourself to our audience?
1: Um, I will. Thank you. And I know you through Georgia Tech, as we know, um, where I've spent the last 10 years working with the executive MBA program um, as an executive coach and and on leadership and career. Um, And before that, I had my own private practice, both as a, a counselor and as a certified coach. My background is in business, so my first um, my first role was in or career was in risk management. And like most uh, career counselors, um, we have jumped around a little bit. So uh, at this point, I have retired from Georgia Tech. um, Have been had the opportunity to work with some amazing people. Um, and I am going to just um, have a small practice on my own while I'm kind of semi-retired.
0: Excellent. And Cynthia, so for those that may be newer to the podcast, uh, we call it the intangible balance sheet because I believe that we're all a little bit irrational, um, financially speaking, about the experiences of our life and with good reason, right? There are certain experiences that we've had. If we were given any amount of money, we, we wouldn't trade them because they're they're what has made us us right um,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: sometimes some of that um, some of that balance sheet comes to us by way of our great grandparents or maybe even mm-hmm. our grandparents um, are there any stories from you know your your grandparent lineage that you look back on as kind of pivotal for who you are today
1: I think so. I think we're all affected by our grandparents. I did not have the um, pleasure of knowing my father's parents as Mm -hmm. um, my father's father died when he was actually a little boy of five. Mm -hmm. And uh, his mother died when when I was a baby. So I didn't get the opportunity to meet them. But there are stories. And I think the stories um, are really more about his mother. she was well-educated. She was a teacher, um, it, which was unusual because they lived in South Georgia, and um, she had gone to school and had taught. But during the Depression, she had three boys to bring up, and she did whatever she needed to do. She took in sewing. And so it was always um, just a, an example of a strong woman, kind of, that's that's what I hear, from my mother's side, I did know my grandparents and again they were um my grandfather had his own business. He um had a, a big um automobile uh repair where he repaired or or where he worked on 18 wheelers. So oh, wow. um we I got to see that actually um a lot growing up because it was right behind their house on Bankhead Highway in Atlanta. So it, it, it was just a message of um, of working hard and doing what you need to do to take care of people.
0: Mm. Now, as you think about your parents, what are some of the um, what are some of the, the touchstones of your relationship with your parents? As you look back on that relationship, what what comes to mind, and, and what are some of those things that um, are? are have imprinted you know imprinted themselves even onto your life today.
1: Oh, very strong influence. My father, um, it, it, my father never graduated from high school. Funny because his mother had been a teacher, but he left home when he was very young and uh, then just went ahead and went into the merchant marine, which he did. Over his lifetime, before he retired, he was a chief engineer on a ship. So he traveled quite a bit, even though we lived in the Atlanta suburbs. He was gone for anywhere from three to six months of the year, which was a big impact. Um, Mm. But the other thing was the message um, was the message he always said about education being so important. So he valued education. I think that came from his mother and also from everything he saw around him. And he, I remember as a, you know, even a little girl, him saying, you know, people can take everything away from you, but they can't take away your education. And Mm -hmm. he, um, you know, he worked hard to take all the engineering exams and actually scored the highest on the Coast Guard Merchant Marine exam at the time that he took it. So, um, you know, I was real proud of him in that way. My mother um, was, was with my father traveling a lot, she was a strong woman and um, and was a good example of just doing what you needed to do um, to take care of your children and your family. Hmm.
0: I can only imagine, um, the continuous learning that probably took place for your dad in, in that environment. Um, because the, there was probably a never a shortage of things that needed to be learned. Um, you're probably dealing with different, different staffing needs and and trying to cross level different, uh, uh, learning needs and, and different maintenance needs and things of that nature. So a huge part of his life.
1: Oh, it was, and he was he was adamant about that. And he really, at the end of his career, probably the last ten years or so, he was a chief en- engineer on a liquefied natural gas tanker that went between Japan and Indonesia, and you know that was a very uh, volatile. Uh, situation, and so there was lots of training, and he was involved when they were building the ships and kind of shepherding them along. So, um, my dad was a, a hard worker, and um, you know, valued work very much. Mm-hmm.
0: Thank you so much for that outline of your grandparents and your parents. Now that we've kind of covered your your family lineage, what would you consider to be some of the pivotal events of of your life personally, or some of those? Those pegs in life that you look back on and and look at as instrumental in pushing you a certain direction.
1: Um. That is a good question. I you know I was always quiet, um, and and excelled in school academically, uh, but I was a bit shy. And and when I was um, I think twelve or thirteen, I. Started working for the YMCA as a day camp counselor. And that evolved into a year round working for them as in doing their volunteer work and, um, you know, what we call the leadership club. And, and I had some amazing mentors through the YMCA and kind of came out of my shell and was the president of their little club. And, um, it, it gave me the opportunity to, um, to, Come into my own, so to speak, in a in a place outside of traditional academia, which was a little bit um, scary for me.
0: So, was there a certain person that uh, encouraged you to to start stepping out in those uh, leadership directions, or was there a, an event, or what what stands out in your memory as the first yeah. time where you said, "Hey, I, I want to go ahead and do something more within the YMCA."
1: the um I think it was the it, it was the people that headed up the camp, the um day camp program, but the directors of the y m c a um one particular carrie Massey he was a youth minister at churches, but he was just such a charismatic uh, person that he really led our whole youth group um, and was such a positive influence. Um, when I first went to college, I, I thought I wanted to be a recreation ma- uh, major because I thought I wanted to be a YMCA director. I, I quickly changed that idea. But, um, but it, it, the YMCA, there were just a number of the directors and, and adults um, that were just very influential.
0: As you look back on your career choices, are there certain moments in time that you look back on as, as pivotal uh, for the uh, c- decisions that you've made in that particular area?
1: Since I have changed careers several times, there are a lot, Josh. Um, the You know, I remember going to school and thinking I would major in recreation. And then I thought, no, this is just not me. This is not who I am. And then I thought, well, maybe journalism, maybe, uh, you know, I wanted to be in PR things like that. And then I finally, you know, I talked, I explored and talked to different professors and settled on business. So my undergraduate is in business and I'll never forget calling my dad and thinking he was going to be happy that I was majoring in business. Um, and he said, well, you know, Cynthia, I think math skills are so important with all the computer stuff. And and I just laughed thinking, you know, that's my dad, always looking at the other side that's of things. Awesome. And he was like, you know, okay, I thought business would be good. And math math is not my skill set. It is not my skill set at all. So it would not have been a pleasant experience. Mm-hmm. So. From that standpoint, and then, you know, my first, um, you know, after my first career in risk management, I was there about 15 years, and I decided that I had always wanted to major in psychology, but that was never encouraged because um, school was about getting a job, according to my um, parents. And so... I went back in my mid-30s when I was in um, working in risk management after I'd been there for, I don't know, 12 or 15 years and just started going to school to get a master's in counseling um, that I never, ever expected to do anything with. But it drew me in, Josh, so strongly mm. um, that you know I said, I can't do what I'm doing anymore. I have to do this. So that's how I transitioned into counseling and then with my business background it was natural to transition a little bit more into coaching.
0: Got it. Now as you I want you to zoom out just a little bit Cynthia and, and think, you know, of four generations from now. Um what what are some of the the pivotal life lessons that you have learn from glean from and and benefited from that uh, you think that someone four generations from now if they were to listen to this uh, would be better off for for knowing about
1: curiosity I think it's important throughout your life to be curious not about just learning things but what are other people doing? What, what, you know, as far as career, what does it look like? Why do they like what they like? Um, you know, is that something I might want to do one day? And curiosity about other cultures, about other times, being able to try to understand people. You know, our world is going through um, a lot of um, a conflict right now, um, which is natural, but also trying to understand the other side, and 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 what that means, um, you know, what that means to people, so that we can all understand each other. I think that's very important. The other thing is, um, you know, never part of curiosity is never stop exploring. Um, look at new topics. Look at new people to talk to. Uh, look at new things to learn. I think that is critical.
0: Hmm. I, I really like that. Um. The, uh, but both are, are you know apt resolutions to be sure. So, looking backward, um, and this this may be a little bit morbid, but I don't think quite so much. Uh, I'd like you to think about your eulogy. Um, Mm -hmm. Some people call it your ethical will, but uh, what would you, what are some of the things that you hope are a part of your eulogy and and what do you want others to, to remember um, about your life?
1: Um, I feel very strongly about that. Um, I, I, um, I don't have children. So my friends are my family, and they are mm-hmm. incredible. And so I want I want people to say that I was a, a very, very caring, loving friend, mm-hmm. um, that as far as the world goes, that you know I had empathy and kindness, and that I helped people and got great joy um, from helping people succeed and find their, um, find what makes them happy. That's what I love to do. And that, you know, Mm -hmm. as you know, in some of the classes that we had workshops and taught, I'll never forget one student said, well, Cynthia, we're all here to make more money. (laughs) And and I laughed and said, you know, that's not everybody's definition of success. So think about what that means and what the trade-offs are and what you're giving up. So as far as a eulogy, I want people to remember me as as someone who helped them think of new ideas or helped them them look at their life in different paradigms so that they were happy.
0: Mm. Thank you so much for sharing that. And Cynthia, I think it goes without saying, you know, and anyone from you know Georgia Tech would say the exact same thing thank you so much for the investment in my life personally and in the program um it was it was a stressful time to be sure because uh you know of all the requirements of the program and work but it was it was a good time and so thank you so much for that investment in my life personally um is there anything that we haven't covered today that that you'd still like to cover
1: um, you know I, I, I would like to say that, that, um, one of the things that has been important to me that I learned a long time ago is, is, you know, we make plans in life and we, um, and I think that's critically important to make thoughtful plans, but they're not written in stone. And a lot of times we can't see the, the entire path. Well, obviously, we can't. We think we can, and we can have five-year plans and 10-year plans and things. But often, we just need to do the next right thing. When I went back to school, I just knew it was the next right thing. I had no idea it would change my life so drastically. Um, But I think just paying attention to what speaks to you is the next right thing.
0: Mm. Thank you so much for sharing today with us, Cynthia. Um, as always, you know, please know that my family and I are continuing to wish you and your family continued truth, beauty, and goodness on the road ahead. Thank you again for sharing with us, and I hope our paths cross again soon, okay?
1: Absolutely, Josh. I really do appreciate this. Thank you.
0: Thank you again for joining us. We trust that this time has left you better equipped to steward both your wealth and your financial resources. May you and your family find truth, beauty, and goodness on the road ahead. The opinions voiced in the Wisdom and Wealth Podcast by Josh Clues are for general information purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Investing involves risk including possible loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. To determine what may be appropriate for you, please consult with your attorney, accountant, financial, or tax advisor prior to investing. The guests on the Wisdom & Wealth Podcast are not affiliated with CWM LLC. Investment advisory services are offered through CWM LLC an SEC registered investment advisor. Please know that converting from a traditional IRA to a Roth IRA is a taxable event. A Roth IRA offers tax-free withdrawals on taxable contributions. To qualify for a tax-free and penalty-free withdrawal on earnings, a Roth IRA must be in place for at least five tax years. The distribution must take place after age 59 and a half or due to death, disability, or a first-time home purchase of up to $10,000 lifetime maximum. Depending on state law, Roth IRA distributions may be subject to state taxes. Our local address is 1780 Hughes Landing, Suite 570, Woodlands, Texas, 77380.